Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. This is the podcast about the radio show. We appreciate you being with us. You can listen to this on the DA Show podcast feed, on the Permission Granted Podcast feed, or inside the free Odyssey app. And wherever it is that you get your podcast, you can also listen to One Giant Step. Maraz had a full breakdown of the Giants NFL draft. Also, New York Axe this week highlights the rivalry between the Knicks and Heat of the 1990s. Chris Childs, former Knicks point guard, with some choice words for Tim Hardaway and the rest of the Heat that he battled with back in the day. We ended, well, boy, Wednesday's show was just a lot, a lot to digest. But one of the most explosive moments was Mraz learning in real time that the Giants and Eagles would be played on Christmas afternoon as part of a triple header on Christmas Monday, the NFL is shoehorning into the the lives of everybody. And Mraz tweeted out at 8.57 a.m. Eastern time right when he found out, all caps, screw you, NFL, you pigs, Giants, Eagles on Christmas, all caps, 4.30 Eastern, all caps, absolute killer for someone with kids in Christmas dinner time, all caps, killer, I hate you, NFL, all caps, hate you. This is one hour and seven minutes ago. Sounds like you're already off of that ledge. I'm not off of the ledge. I, I'm, I'm calmer because I got it off my chest. I understand, again, that I will be able to watch the game, but it's still bothering me that I will have to watch the game, if that makes any sense. Now, you don't have to watch the game. You can step away. Well, you just tease one giant step, like, yeah, part of me and also career-wise is I'm the Giant guy. I got to watch the Giant games, and I'm a fan. I want to watch the Giant games. I get 17 of them. I don't have to punt them, but it just sucks. The NFL just sucks. I, it's a Monday, not a Sunday. It's just so unnecessary to just infringe on the NBA's territory once again. So what happened after you learned of this? You started texting your uncle? Well, not my uncle. Again, this is Danielle. The irony of this is of all the piggish days I have throughout the year, 
Christmas Day is a day that I go to Danielle's mother's side of the family, where generally speaking, 99% of the people in that room on Christmas wouldn't know a football if they hit him in the head. Like, it is the one day where I'm a complete island. So her uncle, her mom's brother, whose house is at, is a Jet fan. So he gets, but nobody else around the family really likes football. So he's the one that texted me and said, you know, we'll have the game on. But again, you know, that's, is that really the environment where nobody else gets that it's important that I'm watching the game? You know, then you're you're kind of looked at black sheepishly that you're by the TV and watching the game, not hanging out, doing the Secret Santa stuff and all those, you know, the fun and games and the pomp and circumstance that goes with a Christmas holiday. And I get that. I It makes me look horrible. But on the flip side, I, I you know, it's just, it's, I don't want to be robbed. It's Giants Eagles. I don't want to be robbed of that if the game matters. Now, Giants sucker, the game doesn't matter, then see ya. I won't watch the game live. And I'll have to make that goal. But you know, we have missed weddings and all this other stuff. I don't want to miss games. Is there, is it kosher in your household that you don't spend Christmas with your side of the family? We do Christmas Eve. I mean, look. Oh, okay. Look, a lot of people deal with this, right? I mean, you get married. Just because your family is so tight. Yeah. You guys do everything together. Right. But I, I can't say, hey, we're doing Christmas Eve and Christmas with my family. You know. Married people do this all the time. You got to you gotta pick and choose one, and that's just the way it fell. It just worked out that way. It was easier to do Christmas Eve with my family, Christmas Eve with hers. Maybe and, you flip it this year. Uh, so I thought about this. There are other, not manifications, what would you call them? Machinations. Machinations. My sister, who comes and does Christmas Eve with us, it would be impossible for her to switch based on her Christmas Day plans. Like, she couldn't do Christmas Eve with her in-laws, so... It would be completely, it would screw up a lot of things. There are too many other people affected by the way it does. And yeah, look, Christmas stays a biggie. It's a biggie. Thanksgiving on football, people are used to. Christmas might be the biggie. It is the biggie. And and we've made it a point year after year. You just know Thursday, Thanksgiving, football's on. But even, you know, if the Cowboys are on and, and dinner comes out, again, you could step away for 10 minutes. When it's your team, like I did last year, I didn't miss a snap. I basically punted Thanksgiving dinner. Christmas Day is one of those where... If of all the 365, can we relax on the sports for a day? Yeah, okay, the TV could be on in the background, you go in and out. But to sit down, lock in, you know, fist underneath your chin, watching every snap, that's a very tough sell for a lot of people. I think my Thanksgiving Day football watching has cratered over the years. I think it used to be I used to watch a lot of it. Then it became I used to watch some of it. Then it became I used to watch most of the early game before we left the house. Then it became I kind of watched the night game because that was after everything. And then in recent years, we've hosted. And, I mean, when you're hosting Thanksgiving, it's virtually impossible to sit down and really watch a full football game, let alone three of them. Yeah, I did it two years ago. We hosted because we kind of alternate who we spend Thanksgiving with every year. It's it's like playing the NFC East and the AFC East, you know. You rotate every couple of years. And I put like a TV in the kitchen as I was cooking. And I tracked it, but it's not the same. Like when you want to sit down and fully focus in, yeah, do I know what happened? Did I see most of the game? Yes. But I do think there's a difference in the way you watch a game. And, and all I'm saying is that when it's your team playing and it's Christmas Day at 430, it's not the same as the Broncos and Rams. Now, I'm sure Broncos and Rams fans would argue they dealt with this last year, and that's fine. I'm just selfishly talking from my But that that game didn't mean anything. And, and, right, and also, sucked. And also, right, if you're a Bronco or Ram fan, you could walk away from the TV for 20 minutes because there's no ramifications. There's the potential that this is a monstrous game between two good teams in the NFC. Now, maybe it won't be. And it's Christmas Day, 4, like 4.30 Eastern. Dinner's usually 5 o'clock. 
I'm going to tell my wife, put you know, handle both kids, make their plates, do a, like that's kind of unfair on Christmas Day to throw on her plate. There's a lot going on when you have kids. This is something to track right through Christmas, right oh. through Christmas. Now, another holiday that has got you bent out of shape is Mother's Day coming up on Sunday. <laughs> and you wanted to sacrifice Mother's Day, sacrifice Father's Day so that we don't have Mother's Day. You don't want any of the days too much pressure. I'll tell you, play Giants-Eagles on Mother's Day 430 right now. I sign up for it. When you carried that theory home to your wife and your mom heard it on the radio, what was the take? Well, I haven't heard from my mom. I guess we could reveal a little behind-the-scenes secret here. I got myself unintentionally in more hot water based on that take at home. We sat down for dinner. <laughs> Danielle came home from work yesterday. Usually how it works is I cook dinner every night. She comes home. Basically, dinner's ready to be served on the table. She walks in. Okay. Uh, and today, so she was speaking about tomorrow. She said, tomorrow, remember, I'm going to be home late. She usually works from home on Wednesday. And I had this look on my fork with, what do you mean you'll be home late? And she said, well, it's my tattoo appointment. Apparently, I have missed an entire conversation about a tattoo she's getting on her elbow that I think she speculated she wanted and I thought she'd be looking to get in September. But apparently she had like an appointment for the last month I was unaware of today. And she said, remember that because our anniversary is coming up, that was going to be my Mother's Day slash anniversary gift. You were just going to combine it and, you know, put money towards the tattoo. I had zero recollection. Mm -hmm. So I had just trashed this. Wondering what I was going to get her for Mother's mm. Day. Now, I probably would have traced less if I knew I was going to do that. But I was in complete scramble mode. And then I got in more trouble that I forgot and I don't listen. <laughs> and I got a lot of that yesterday. But moral of the story is this. It came across, my reaction was interpreted as, I don't want her to get the tattoo. When my reaction was, I don't remember this being discussed. And, oh, my goodness, this is what I'm supposed to get you. And I already ordered something else. And it's a whole thing. Do you have to return what you were going to get? No, I'm just going to act like a good, uh, look, you got all of this. Happy Mother's Day. But it, the whole thing is crazy. But now she's in a bad mood on Mother's Day because I don't listen to her. <laughs> I cannot get myself out of trouble. <laughs> so that's not going to help out when you have to dump off your two girls on Christmas to watch Giants and Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Here, everybody take them. Watch my kids. I got to watch Boston Scott run. It's bad. The whole thing's bad. Very bad. And you said with, with little kids, you know, you don't have them little for all, forever. That's the other part of it, too. As cold and as heartless and as gutless as I sound on the air, you know, I do enjoy the good parts of being a dad as much as I may be frustrated <laughs> on the bad parts. And Christmas to me, like last year, Christmas morning, I felt I had the best Christmas morning in 20 years because I'm watching my kids open presents. They both get it. You know, Peyton was, you know, over a year old, but still she's, you know, she's unwrapping things. I thought it was so cool. And I said to myself, these next 10 Christmases are probably going to be awesome. They're going to be awesome. And I want to soak it all in. When they go to the whatever relative's house we go to, they're going to open more presents. Then we're all going to hang out. We're going to play the fun in games, maybe these dice games we play. There's all these things. And to take myself and away from that to focus in on the TV, I really don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So that that's like the internal struggle. But at the same time, how do I miss the Giant Eagle game that could be really important? Would you take this trade? Every big game you ever want to watch for the rest of your life gets to be played on your terms. So Giants-Eagles, you want it on a Tuesday at 6 o'clock. <laughs> you got it. Yankees playoff game, ALCS against the Astros, you want it on a Monday afternoon. You got it. 
You get it in prime time. You get it in the afternoon. You just, you never have to cross the streams with anything else in your life. But you miss one full year of your kid's development. I can't. No, I could never do that. I could not miss it. I, I would feel like I wasn't their father anymore. I could not do that. No way. No way would I do that. Rest of your life. Rest of my life. No way. My kids come first. No way. I know that's a change from what you usually hear from me, but I'm serious. I'm all in now. I'm looking at their little faces. They look up to me. I got a purpose here. <laughs> got a purpose here. But, the, you know, that's the other part of this, too. You mentioned, like, all of them being being here. I don't want to call it training because it sounds kind of undermining. Not everybody is with it. If you're a sports fan listening to this, I'm sure you're a fan of the show, so you're a sports fan. Not every significant other is his, like, die hard into sports. You might have one of those, and that's great. My wife over the years, she could care less, but it's what she tolerates it and will watch and tailgate and do all that stuff. But I also went through, like, rigorous training on what happens when. Football happens on a Sunday. You have college football on a Saturday. You know, sometimes you get the Monday nights, the Thursday nights. The holiday stuff. Hey, when Christmas falls on a Saturday or Sunday, we deal with it. The idea of now having to go off of that and explain to her how the NFL's pigs and, well, yeah, I know they usually don't play 430 on a Monday, but now they're doing this. Like, that to me, that's the stress, too is that she's already all, hey, do what you want. Sit there for 12 hours on a Sunday. Eat as many pork rinds and fart into a couch cushion as you want. Christmas Day at dinner, can I have a little time? And now you don't get that time on a Monday. If your spouse or significant other tolerates sports, they've become part, they, they, know, they now know the cycle. They know when seasons end, what to expect. Yes. Oh, this starts again. This is what we do on these days. This is how this goes. They know. And then to throw a monkey wrench in there and be like, suddenly the most important family day of the year is topsy-turvy because it just so happened the schedule makers put this. It is a big screw job. It totally is. And honestly, if they were the 1 o'clock game, Eastern time I'm talking about, I, I think I'd be in a better position. She would get a laugh out of, and I would call her aunt, we're coming early. We're packing up the car at noon. I don't care if everybody's not, because usually people get there at like 3 o'clock, let's say. Work, and I sit there, and then guess what? The game ends at 4, then I'm upstairs the rest of the dinner time, night, all of that stuff. I think 4.30 is a total – it falls right into dinner time. That's a big – like, that, that might, people might be laughing. That's a big time for a lot of people with family. Christmas, you sit down, you do your thing. Here's a toast. Hey, blah, 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 blah. It's a big problem. I, I'm against it here. It's a big problem. <laughs> Canadian bacon, last week we had a bit of an autopsy on the Canadian bacon. We were trying to revive the patient. What do we do? How do we make this fresh? And I think the last week has revived it. I do think you've had some performances that have helped revive it. I do think some of the controversy has come back. I think Pete's grading was more specific instead of just kind of like blindly giving every student a B plus. He gave you yeah. an A minus this week, maybe even an A with the four and a half, but then he dropped you down today to a two and a half, which is like a C. So he was unhappy. He wow. said, I'm tired of it. So he didn't want to hear you bickering about this the the number, me and Bogues have moved through, I think, the critique a little bit faster. I think it's been better. Uh, I agree, and I like. I think that you feel almost like a jet stream. The momentum is shifted, and the pressure, I think, is more on Pete now, where, look, I'm going to do my thing. I, as I said, I'm not going to care about grades, this, that, and the other, but I'm seeing the chirps on Twitter, Twitch, whatnot, P Instagram, people wondering, basically not even caring about what I did. What did Pete do with the grade there? And now Pete having to answer the bell on a Wednesday with a, whatever it was, a two and a half or a two and a quarter. I think Pete is now starting to feel the pressure that maybe people thought he might have been getting a little too relaxed 
with the grading, and now people are more into my bacons, but more on top of what Pete better be thinking. And in a weird way, the pressure swung back on Pete on bacon. Well, Pete has said, bring in guest, guest oinkers, that uh, he didn't necessarily want to be the grader every single day. That, I mean, it sounds a little defeatist, right? If I said that, I don't want to do bacon every day, Pete would be the first one on me. Well, you called out Caserta because he said that. Yeah, exactly. So I th- it's a little defeatist. It's a little defeatist, but look, if that's what we needed, I think the primetime music injection has helped. Uh, ironically, I say last week, and I hadn't even stumbled that much all year. Sometimes stumbles are good, and here I am stumbling and bumbling, not even on purpose this week to the point we had a restart on Wednesday. That's a real issue. But we're okay. Things are going good. I feel good about where we're at with bacon. So today you mistakenly started the copy by pronouncing the New Jersey Devils the New Jersey Devils. And then you just stopped. You started laughing. You couldn't restart. And then you said, you know what, just play the music over again. So you, you forced Pete to then play the open again. That totally torpedoed your whole effort. Nobody liked that. And then afterwards you said, don't worry, I dumped it so that the <laughs> listeners couldn't hear it. So that throws Pete into a double tizzy. And then later on you say, I was just lying. I didn't dump it. I told Pete that off the air, yeah. And then Pete was triple tizzy. Yeah. You can't do that. Uh, I think Pete was close to telling me it was a violation to say I dumped something and it wasn't. I'm like, no, it's not. I didn't curse on the air. It was a joke that I dumped it because nobody would hear the restart. I, it, You guys all been into it. I had fun. I laughed because I knew what was going to happen is somebody was going to uh, tweet in Guys, he didn't dump that. I heard that clearly. I was waiting for that moment. It never happened. But Pete was so furious. You could have told me that as if I would tell him on the ears and read this, Pete, I just dumped it. I couldn't say that on the air. My mic was on. I, I just, but you know what? In the end, if I'm going to get a bad bacon, I'm going to go down bringing Pete down with me. And that's exactly what I did. He was very upset. He that. was upset. And I, just th- I thought you guys would all get a kick out of restarting it when I stumbled. I thought you guys would laugh at that. Okay, Mraz needs a restart. And you guys, I mean, especially Bokish. He basically started reading a book. He threw his headphones down. He threw it down. So mad. And wouldn't listen and just kicked his feet up. God, why so serious? The segment is called Canadian Bacon. <laughs> well, there's some expectations around it. I guess. So I, I, I'm I, going to take off on Thursday's show. I went into the back boss's office. I go, hey, I'm going to take off Thursday. He goes, okay, no problem. Uh, he goes, uh, who do you want in? And I said, well, I think Pete's already got Boyle penciled in. He goes, okay, great. And then he goes, and what about Caserta on headlines? And I was like, oh, I just assumed that Boyle in just fills every role. Right. He goes, no, I want to make sure that Bogish um, can kind of like focus on co-hosting instead of doing the headlines as well. Yeah, ironically, we get more people to work on the show when you're off. Yeah. It's another set of hands. I, so there's going to be I think Pete five, has mentally changed the whole thing and nobody's going to notice. There's going to be five people on the, yeah. tomorrow's show. Correct. So... Back boss asked me about Caserta. I said, you good with Caserta? I said, of course. If you can get Caserta in and Boyle in the same show, that's great. Let's do it. Okay, great. So I come back and I tell you guys. This morning, off air, I'm like, well, you guys got Boyle and Caserta tomorrow. And you guys, no, no. <laughs> Heads hung. No. I go, what do you mean? And you said, that no Caserta. I said, no Caserta? Well, then who? And you're like, hmm. I said, boy, how bad is this? You said, Schwartz. So, number one, what happened to Caserta? All I was told, I haven't talked to him specifically from management. By management, I mean Pete, uh, was, quote, Caserta said he's unavailable. Just one word, unavailable. So, who knows? Maybe he's driving down to the beach with his fiance again. Who knows? 
Okay. So no Caserta. So is the next name in the hopper after Caserta Schwartz? Is that the next draft pick? I guess it is. I mean, CeeLo's been on. I wouldn't have minded a CeeLo, but he's also very busy a lot of times. And again, we don't mind a Schwartz, but at the same time, we very much mind a Schwartz, if that makes sense. It's just when you get the worst of Schwartz, it's the worst. And I, I think that we haven't had enough time away to fully appreciate again. And I just, the kid jokes that are coming, there's going to be multiple references to that, the long snapping, something about his personal life. And you heard it when we played that 30 jerseys, 30 nights, decade of DA too, right? We're not as angry as I was following the Nassau Coliseum. There's always that personal assertion that nobody truly cares about that doesn't relate to anybody that I'm not really in the mood for. I'm not ready for that again yet. I'm not ready to laugh at that stuff yet. Yeah, no, that's understandable. Going back to that 30 jerseys, 30 nights, the clip was quite the eye-opener. It sounded like an old show. It sounded like it was 10 years ago. And in it, you hear drops of somebody, I think, puking? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. It's like retching, like, uh, uh, multiple times. And, and off air, you're like, wow, great drops, Brock. And I thought about that the reason that that was like a generic guy puking was because so many of our drops happen from content on the show. Yeah. And that was only six to eight weeks into the show's existence. So we didn't have a catalog of drops. No, we probably just had generic funny things, you know, like the uh, wacky morning show stuff would have, you know, a clown horn going off, something honking, a yeah. siren, something. And we had a guy puking, and that was Kenny Brock jumping in with that. It, you think about, like, the words bare bones come to mind when thinking about what the show sounded like back then. I wonder if you would have asked the bosses in February of 2013, as we're doing 30 Jerseys, 30 Nights, do you expect this show to be an anchor show of the network 10 years from now? How could you? How could you? How could you? That would be my answer back. How could you? How could it that, happen? That, that show sounded like we'll figure this thing out month to month. And it was really on us. We think we were kind of hidden in the overnight, thank goodness, too. Oh, yeah. Very hidden. Yeah. And for my hairline, thankfully, we were as well. You were really, you were disturbed looking back at yourself. Yeah, I mean, the weight and the hair. I mean, that mess. I mean, again, if this is the, the theme of side A, one <laughs> word is mess. What a mess. How annoyed will Pete be with Schwartz tomorrow? Very. And this is actually the part. Very. But this is the part I actually hate. I'm going to be in your chair tomorrow, <laughs> not my usual chair, which means. I won't hear a lot. Boyle will get a lot of the Pete frustration tomorrow. I almost want, like, Cap to come in and just mic up Pete for <laughs> off air so I could go back and listen to that on the way home, like NFL Films version of Pete mic'd up because he's going to get real irritated. Um, and I already have some ideas in my head of what to play facial signal-wise to really get Pete going and all, all oh, annoyed wow. during the Schwartz things. You know, the big eye roll and stuff to, to <laughs> act like I'm extra annoyed to get Pete very annoyed. That's the play. <laughs> well, that's something to look forward to on Thursday show, plus a boiled bacon. Yeah, well, I'd be boiled. Coming off of your two and a half, this is a bad spot for you. And Pete is going to, 
I will just preface this. You know Boyle's getting four and a half or higher, even if he deserves it or doesn't deserve it, because Pete's going to want to send a message to me about how annoyed he was today. No doubt. It's a Parcells move by Pete to totally. make sure that he grades up Boyle tomorrow. Boyle could stutter and stammy. Uh, he could stop and go 17 times. He's getting four and a half tomorrow. No doubt. <laughs> That's side A. Here comes side B. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Running with the Devils, it's me, Mraz, it's Andrew Bogus. howdy doody do, side B of the PGP. Bogues, what's up? Oh, hey, Sean, how are you? Well, Bogues, we're a week removed from, you know, the thoughts and the deep thoughts about what we may have thought was a troubled Canadian bacon, mm. and we've had a bit of a revival this week, lots of laughs, a lot of good times, but on Wednesday's show... You just flat out stopped listening. I did. You stopped listening on the restart. I thought that was a little uh, selfish by you. Oh, no, it was not. I thought it was the correct response um, to the gentleman who continues to present himself as the expert, the trailblazer, the tone setter for kids in Tulsa and Tuscaloosa and Indianapolis, wherever they may be, uh, to show up and fall on your face twice out of the gate. You no longer deserved my attention, but or I, I, I could I have given a fair judgment. But I thought you would get a laugh out of me calling for the restart of the music, and I got nothing out of you. I had no problem with the restart. It was then the mistake after the restart where things took an immediate turn, and I was out. But, but I, I piggybacked. They finished it well. Um, maybe you did. Some might have called it my best script ever, but you didn't give it a chance after uh, the first time. Maybe some did, but I, I like I said on the air Wednesday morning, you fell on your first triple Lutz, which meant no gold medal, which means who really cares? Oh, yeah, therein lies the problem. Now, we fancy ourselves on side B of being the exclusive side B of a podcast in America talking about the boss part of Pete the Bossy Bellotti. Mm. Is that fair to say we cover Pete the Body as a boss better than anybody? I mean, I would hope no one else is covering him at all, but if there is competition, we are the best. We are the best. So, during that restart, I just we just talked about this in side A, Bogues. Uh, I tell Pete, hey, I dumped it so nobody heard the restart. They just heard you playing the music again. <laughs> Which, just before before you take in that account, think about what would have to happen. The dump, for those in the radio world or listening to the radio, it's a button we hit 
that kind of erases, let's say, the last 10 seconds or something. Right, because we there's a delay to the audience. Right. They are not hearing things the second, that the instantaneous moment right. we say them. So there's a buffer for if anything gets on the air that shouldn't, we hit that button and, and it erases right. what's on its way out. And if you pay close attention enough in radio and you hear something sound kind of slow and robotic at times, you're like, wow, that's weird. Why do you just sound like that for a second? That is essentially the dump revving back up. So you're trying to... Like, listen to us and catch up speed, if you will. Right, our system needs to build back up that delay because we've erased 10 seconds of time. So it's almost like the radio frequency, in other words, like, elongates our words, and that's what happens when you dump. But anyway, when I say I dumped out of that to Pete, he gets so mad, and I knew he would get mad. The truth is, how would I have been able to hit that button and be assured that it would have timed out perfectly with the start of the new intro? Clearly, I thought it was kind of... Obviously, I was joking, but nobody seemed to think I was joking, so I went with it. When I tell Pete in break that I was kidding, I never dumped out of it. He was furious. He was borderline saying I violated something. <laughs> well, now the audience, they don't know what's going on because they think they dump, but they're going to think that they heard it when, when you get in trouble. <laughs> but there was no curse. Like, there was never a curse or a bad thing said. It was just me saying devils and not right. devils and starting over. But he was so upset that I had somehow, like, broke the sanctity of radio oh, by, dump button. by saying I dumped something that I didn't. It was a joke. Well, the good part and the bad part of Pete is how seriously he takes his job. Yeah. It leads to a lot of good things. It's why he's the best in the business. It's also why at times he's insane and gives himself stress and anxiety and headaches and palpitations and anger with you. He would be allowed to be angry if you dumped it and didn't mention it. But the fact that you didn't dump it should not lead to a different form of anger from Pete. It should be you're an idiot and laugh right. it off. And thank God you didn't actually dump it. Right. Not how dare you make mock mockery of the institution of the dump button. It was it just one again, one of the most Pete moments of it's, all time. It's so Pete. I, I could stop laughing. Okay, now. Peter Schwartz will be in with us on Thursday's show as mm. DA is out. So you and I, uh, uh, spring Thursday, we'll call it. Sure. Sure, why not? Uh, Patty Boyle will do the bacon. But we were told Greg Caserta was going to be in. And then we find out he's, quote, unavailable. And we get Peter Schwartz. And this at the heels of last Friday where Caserta said, and I quote, I'm relieved you didn't ask me to do the Canadian bacon. I'm done doing it. I got to be honest, Bogues. I said this on the earlier in the week. I love Greg. I'm showering a little bit on the attitude here. Well, I don't know why he said no to the Thursday assignment. Well, that could be real, but I do have to say, you know, conspiracy theorists are up here. Was he afraid of being asked to bacon again? I think it'd be unfair of us to to connect Thursday to the thank you, thank you for not asking me about Canadian bacon last week. What? Is- they, yeah, because we just don't know enough about the situation. Greg does have other things going on. By the way, congratulations. He had a relatively new gig at MLB TV, MLB Network. I did see that, So yeah. I don't know if that's what's going on there because it is a nighttime gig. Maybe he's working late Wednesday and therefore the early arrival on wow. Thursday is not possible. So you would say not a hard hat guy. Well, I would say that sometimes you have to say no to jobs because you physically can't do them. Does it, yeah. It's not a knock, not a negative. If it is because he just doesn't want to be around us, then that hurts. It hurts us. It hurts him. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt here and assume that he would be here if he physically could. Okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, Do you have a problem with me saying he better do it next time he's in as far as Canadian bacon goes? (sighs) This is a tough one. Um, I think even if I'm in and you're out, 
I think Caserta's got to do it after. I think his comments make him have to do it more. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I kind of like the idea and the play of being. I did it once. I got a fiver, and I'm out of here. Like I. Oh, I hate hit that. a home run. I'm good. I hate that. That's a loser's mentality. Or it's Boyle the winner's that ability. Loves Boyle. That doesn't mean it's right or wrong. Boyle wants to keep doing wrong. it. That's great. Now Boyle also knows he's not going to get a two point two five ever. So he, just, he does have so, that fear but, in front of him. But does that make us think that Caserta's wasn't a real five-oinker to begin with? If he's no, that, it was good. I thought it was good, but how could you be that lack of confidence that you wouldn't want to do it? I don't think it's a lack of confidence. I think it's actually him being cocky and going, like, I did it once, I did it perfect, why did I do it again? I hate that. I think it's a terrible attitude. And I'm, I'm shocked, by the way, that Pete the Body would support that attitude. That feels like the anti-Pete the Body in support. I think he, if he failed and said, don't ask me anymore, Pete would be bothered by it. Like, you need to come back, you need to rally, you need to do better. But if he hit perfection, why does he need to do it again? All right. I'm going to paint the picture for you. Please. Okay? Paint it. The bogus, bogushes, it's 4.30, it's Christmas Day. Yeah. The kids have opened up their gifts, mm-hmm. sitting around the couch. What are the bogushes doing this year, 4.30 Christmas Day? Uh, 4.30 Christmas Day, I'm usually on. It's nap time on the couch. There's a varying combination of me, my dad, my brother-in-law. There's snoozing. There's, there's, uh, I can't think of the word. What? Snorting. Not snorting. Snoring. Snoring. Wow. Um, so for, I'm going to need a wake-up call for 4.30 to watch Giants-Eagles. But, but by then, have a problem in your house. But by then, 95% of our day is done. You eat dinner before 4.30? Um, we might be eating dinner at 4. So, I mean, dinner, dinner, the beginning of dinner, or dinner may coincide with the beginning of the game. I am physically okay with not, with a game not having my full attention at 4.30. Interesting. You know, it dawned on me, and I didn't even think of this until now. For years growing up, before I was married and I would go to my grandmother's house for Christmas, mm-hmm. dinner was always a staple Christmas Day, 5 o'clock, right? We'd probably get there at 2. You'd walk into as a kid a sea of presents, the aunts, yeah. the uncles, everything. It was great memories. And when I met Danielle and I started going to her family, we'd go to her grandparents for a while. We no longer go to her grandparents' house. But it would be very early. They would do Christmas Day at, like, 12.31. And I used to say, like, this is early. They would do, like... Christmas dinner at like one thirty in the afternoon. The holiday would basically be over by <laughs> before dusk. Yeah, and I used to go home going like, "This is like not Christmas Day, you know." Now and you know back then, whatever we didn't have kids or anything like that. Now I look back because now things have shifted, and I was the one who always pounded the drum. You, you got to wait to have Christmas dinner. They do Christmas Day starting at like three now. Uh, they go to Rancho, so it's a whole thing. And now it's come back to bite me. I'm the one who advocated for a late Christmas dinner. If they if we went back to the old days, I'd be not everything done, ready to go, four thirty on the couch at home. Right now, I, again, I understand your love for the Giants. We've had more than one conversation on the air, off the air, about yeah. whether or not you're overvaluing them. I'll say it again here, and I also know that you are the host of a mildly popular Giants podcast. Some might call it the twenty sixth most popular. Exactly, top. Top 28 in the country. That's right. impressive. So it's it's work for you on top of enjoyment. I get all of that. But I do think that you'll be okay if the first quarter doesn't have all of your attention. Like, you'll survive. Your audience will be okay. And my guess is by the time you need to be a professional Giants reporter, you could have gone back and watched whatever you thought you missed. I, I know. It, there's just a different level of it. It gives me anxiety thinking about it. And, again, I just want to lay this out here. It is a house and a great house, or aunt's house. <laughs> a great house. 
kitchen dining room area into like a, a fireplacey kind of living room. Yeah. You go down a small thing of half stairs into their big TV room. But the way, and last year was the first year we did it at this house, Christmas Day was, was everybody was kind of gathered around the fire at the table playing, you know, certain dice games or yeah. whatever, eating dinner. Nobody really ended up going venturing down there to throw the NBA games. As a matter of fact, I propped up my phone to watch the Rams and Broncos last year. And, you know, we got in the car probably about 8 o'clock. I got home and I watched the, the night game at home. That, I can't, I'm going to sit there propped up with Giants-Eagles on my phone? See, I think this— And if I separate myself downstairs, folks, I'm completely separated from right. everybody. So I think this this is your specific problem. It's not that the Giants and Eagles are playing on Christmas Day. It's that they're playing on Christmas Day at that time when you're not going to be home. Yeah. Because now— And at, and at a place where you just have the TV on. It happens to be the way Christmas is situated at this house. There's not really a TV nearby. Right. It's not your setup. Right. You've got to be polite and be like, can I put the game on, even though no one's going to say no, no to that. Right. And then you're there for the entirety of the game, which might go past when you'd want to go home. Right. If the kids, Peyton starts screaming, she's ready for exactly. bed. It, it, there's so many things about it. Like, I, this would make me want to switch to my house. Well, Switch that, venues. I got news for you. On the table. That is a mission I'm going to go home with my wife about. Yeah. I, sell it as my job. Sell it as work. Yeah. One time only, we're to flip Christmas Day to my house. We flip back to your aunt's next year. And I'm going to see how that goes. That is the mission I am going home with, Bogues. And I have seven months to figure this out. Godspeed. All right. You can follow Bogus on Twitter. At Andrew Bogus. You can follow me at NFL Sucks. Take care, everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.